Hello, and welcome to another episode of Chatty Kathy. This is Kathy Prohorov, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about hormones, menopause, and fat gain. Now, this is a very common problem for women as we near the age of menopause and pass it, and we don't understand why our life is so out of control at this stage, why the fat gain around the middle begins to grow out of our control, and maybe feeling a little bit uh, confused about how exactly to take control. So we turn to blaming the menopause and the lack of control because we've actually been taught the wrong, uh, the wrong principles on how to lose fat. So before we jump in to the menopause and ability to lose the fat, because my dear friend, if you are in the range now or looking towards uh, that stage of life in fear, I want to just give you a little clarity that it is definitely possible to fight back. But what we've learned before in the diet principles has actually moved us in the wrong direction. So let's just go back to when we were younger, because I know for many of us, we relate our current results to when we were younger. And obviously, when we were younger, if we were working on our goals when we were younger, it was a lot easier to get results. I remember in my 20s when I started to take control and work against the diet mentality of cutting back calories very, very low and doing just a lot of cardio. Uh, When I started to learn how to build muscle and eat quality nutrition and calories in order to build up that, that lean muscle, I saw results so fast. And it became really exciting to see such results that felt easier than the the past uh, dieting systems because those always felt terrible to me. If you've never heard me complain about this before, you're going to hear a little a little blurb right now on it that I really hated that. I like to eat food. I hate feeling a lack of energy. I hate dealing with binges and craving foods and simply feeling out of control. I just don't like it. I can definitely uh, admit to being somewhat of a control freak. I'm working on that all the time. But in the diet mentality, that lack of control is really working against our health and wellness. And even the ability to feel confident in ourselves, because this always goes back to our identity, to how we feel about ourselves. When we look in the mirror and we don't like who looks back at us, it affects us in either a negative, very negative way, um, and it will become better as we start to enjoy who we're, who's looking back at us. And I'm not saying that you have to look any specific way. It's what you uh, are feeling confident in. It's who you want to see looking back at you. And it could be any version of you, right? As long as you're feeling happy. And if you're not feeling happy, looking at the areas that you can take control of and make work for you in the right direction. So again, looking back to say when you were in your younger years, I mean, even if you're thinking high school and through your 20s, So anywhere from, say, you know, your teenage era to the 20s, all the way up to your 30s, your metabolism in those years is so much higher naturally. You don't, you didn't have to do anything to really raise your metabolism. It was already naturally higher. And your body's ability to build muscle at that stage of that age is so, was so much easier and your body reacted much more efficiently. So 
as we age, all we know is our past experiences. So all I knew was the diets, right? And how that affected me both mentally, physically, and in my energy and in my long-term results. Because uh, if you don't know this already, cutting back calories too low will actually begin to slow your metabolism down. And that's a very dangerous thing to continue to do over the years because as you then slow your metabolism down and you're eating very low calories, eventually your body is going to fight back and you will have a binge. Sometimes the binges are short-term, um, very, you know, a lot of calories and a lot of high fat and carbs in that time frame because that's what we're drawn to. That's what we want to eat when we have a binge. Sometimes we tend to just go off that diet for a long time because we can't handle the pain of staying on it anymore. But the problem is in either the short-term binge or even that time of quitting for however long that we stay there, our metabolism has been slowed from the previous patterns, you know, those diet principles of a lot of cardio and low calories, less calories, right? They tell us, well, that's the way to lose weight. Yes, in the short term, but they don't also tell us that our metabolism is affected. It needs to slow down to be able to adapt so that we don't die. (laughs) Our body keeps us alive and it needs to adapt. So it finds a way to adapt and it does this by slowing our metabolism. So when your metabolism slows, it's actually going a lot slower. That's why your energy levels start to tank. So if you ever felt your energy slow down on a diet, that's exactly why your body is just going into another energy form to keep you going. And then what happens when we do have that binge or that big spike or that big influx of calories and fat and carbs, our body then doesn't process it as it used to because the metabolism is slow, so it's not burning like it needs to. So what it does is it tends to burn whatever it can, the rest gets stored to fat. It also stores this to fat more readily because it has been in a type of a deficit or a famine, uh, you know, to explain it in a better understanding so that you understand your body was in this low uh, influx. It was not getting a lot of energy and calories. So it it had to, you know, revert to a slower metabolism to, to, in order to continue to move and live. And as a result, when the extras come in, it, will hold it and reserve it because of the next famine that might be coming. So, you know, our body's very efficient. Our body is very smart. It's the smartest machine we'll we'll ever see. And yet we are working against it because of what we're told. And a lot of us just don't know better. And that's not our fault. But my goal is to help give you the knowledge and the understanding of what actually has been working against you. Because the reason I'm starting today's uh, podcast on all of this is because those past habits of dieting have actually increased our problems as we get closer to menopause. So if you are now over the age of 30, as you age and you get over that age of 30, we begin to experience involuntary loss of muscle mass. We also start to have a a drop in our strength and our body function. And the scientific term for all of this is called sarcopenia or sarcopenia, however you want to uh, uh, pronounce that. And over each 10-year period, like every decade, our muscle mass now just naturally will decrease anywhere between 3 to 8% per 10 years. And that's just a natural 
uh, it's a natural function of what happens with age, right? We age, and this is the process of aging. Now, a lot of times we feel uh, kind of like a victim where we think, well, look at, I have all of this working against me. I have no way to get the results that I want, which is not true at all. And I'm going to explain why we do this because, you know, for uh, better understanding. I don't want anybody to ever feel that they're the ones that are, uh, you know, just giving up or not, not taking the responsibility. There's a reason why we start to blame outside areas. You know, we, we don't have a lot of uh, conditions in our life that have allowed us to take responsibility for where we're at. So there's a lot, these are the, the topics I'm going to dive into today and also allow you to understand how you can fight back because the bottom line is this, yes, you can fight back a, about that mid-range or the midsection bulge, right? And behind the back of the legs, the cellulite, everything just starts to really build up. And if you look at your past habits of if you've been on diets over the years and the more diets you've done and the longer you've done it, then the the more uh, time that you've, you've been spending in this lack of muscle, you know, losing muscle uh, in these diet phases and then gaining more fat. Because again, those binges bring in that extra calories and fat and our body holds on to it. So, and we lose the muscle mass and we go on this diet again, the next diet that we cut back the calories. So it's this cycle that keeps us moving actually backwards. You know, we think, well, two steps, uh, two steps forward, three steps back. No, really, we're just going back, 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 back. And the reason it's so difficult is because it's, it's not, helping our body in any situation. But this is what we're taught by the diet industry. You know, go on this detox, do this 30-day diet, uh, go on this extreme plan. And this is how we believe we will have results. So, and that's the opposite. So what I want to do is wipe that out. If you're still hesitant on this, I can't uh, convince you otherwise, you have to actually find a way to understand this or not. And it's okay. I'm not here to convince anybody. I'm just here to share the facts of how our bodies work and what happens and what we can do if this is something that we're actually serious about doing. So between the ages, it says between 20 to 20 to 30, and even before, um, you are a muscle building machine. Like your body responds to building muscle. If you're eating the right amount of foods, the right uh, blend of foods, and you are doing a, like a, a process to build muscle, your body builds great in between 20 to 30, again, before too. But in that stage, things are just easier. And then all of a sudden we hit the age, the magical age of 30, and then things start to slow down. Again, after age 30, our muscle mass decreases about three to 8% per decade. So this is happening between 30 to 40, 40 to 50. And then once we hit 50 and above, the decrease in these areas is higher. And then, of course, we feel uh, more victimized because of this. You know, it's speeding up, but it's only because of our past habits, right? Like I said, our diets, those have created the results we have now. Whatever it is that we've struggled in the past or what we've done or haven't done in the past, the past, say, 10 to five, five to 10 years is why we're here right now. So if you're struggling in anything right now, you can change it, but the change must come from owning the responsibility and understanding you have full control. 
despite the fact that menopause definitely will uh, be a factor and age is another factor, you can still fight back and achieve amazing results no matter where your age is at, no matter what level you're at. The goal is to understand the truth and then take responsibility. Because if you don't, what happens if you don't? Then you're going to have more issues as we get older, right? Disability in those who are aging and not having the strength and the balance and and breaking bones and having really, um, you know, terrible issues as we age if we don't take action now. And again, it doesn't matter what age you're listening to this at. It's the fact that you can take action no matter the age. Yes, 70s, 80s, you can definitely still take action and create a better uh, rest of your life. It might not be if the same as if you had started in your 20s, obviously, but you can move on in the direction of progress. Imagine right now you are standing at the end of a road. You've just been on this road and now the fork is in the road. You can go left or you can go right. Now, if you imagine if I take a right, then I'm going to keep going in the same direction I have been going on. And the more I continue on this road, the the bigger that curve is towards my lack of, towards breakdown, towards losing the strength and the function in my body and building up more fat in my body because that's just, again, this is the natural process. If I don't do anything to offset it and bring it back to a more balanced stage. But say I was to go and turn the opposite direction. Now when I take action, all of a sudden these become easier and now I start to see progress increase at a faster pace over time. Because again, I'm not using the old mentality of diets in order to lose this fat that has become more and more stubborn and now I'm blaming menopause. But it's truly because when we look back in our 20s and we, Con, you know, compare where we're at today versus then, there's no comparison. It's completely different after the age of 30 and so on. So understanding that number one, that is a factor and that is the truth. And owning the truth and, and not allowing that to be your roadblock, taking responsibility for the fact that you can take control, but you just have to understand that this is the first step. Because as our muscle mass decreases, we then begin to put on more fat mass on our body. So you might be the same height and the same weight as before, maybe even in your 20s, say, and 30s. But as your muscle mass decreases, again, 3 to 8% for every decade, what happens is your fat mass then increases. Because remember, you're slowing your metabolism. The fat is being put on a lot a lot faster and in response to losing that muscle mass. So the metabolism is changed, your hormones are changed, you know, again, menopause is here or or you're looking towards it or you're still in it or you're just behind it, whatever it is or in front of it, your body composition changes as you age. That's it. That that is a truth. And obviously, this is for both men and women. Body composition changes as we age, whether you're a man or whether you're a woman. Now, to add to this wonderful story, women also have to deal with menopause, right? On top of all of these other natural changes. So not only now are uh, we losing muscle mass with every decade, um, adding more fat, if we're not taking responsibility and taking the changes that we can to reverse this, and again, not in a diet, not in a quick fix, not in lots of cardio hours, but also in what I'm gonna share with you today, 
And when we don't take control, it's going to increase the issues that we're struggling in a lot sooner and a lot faster. So first of all, I just want to uh, explain what is menopause because, you know, a lot of we, we know what it is, but just to, you know, give more clarity to it, this means that you've had no menstrual period for at least one year. Okay. And this varies for everybody on when this will happen. Um, but most average, it's in your late 40s, early 50s. But again, this can average sooner or later. It just depends on you and your genetics, okay? Um, and how this happens is you have a decreased production of both estrogen and progesterone in your ovaries, and that is what triggers menopause. So again, weight gain is a symptom that occurs before menopause, during menopause, and after menopause. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So and I want you to just get in the habit. I know I might sound a little cheesy, but I want you to get in the habit of just understanding that, hey, this is the way it is. I'm not going to allow it to make me feel like a victim, make me feel down and depressed about it. I'm actually going to see, okay, if this is a natural response for everybody, then it's no different for me. And the reason that I'm here is because, or stuck where I'm at now, is just because of my past habits and rituals and beliefs. And now today I'm going to learn that I can actually shift it. I can choose to turn in the opposite direction. So that middle section, you know, that they call it, you know, muffin top or midsection bulge or whatever it is, that weight gain in the middle. Also, uh, the cellulite that you get on the back of your legs, if you have it there, um, you know, wherever you see it on your hips, you know, we see it in different areas. Genetically, it, it's going to be different for each of us. Um, but cellulite is just fat, right? It's just simply comes down to fat. And two major components are fighting against us. So if we don't take matters into our own hands and fight back, we're going to continue to have these two major components fighting against us. So what happens when we have somebody fighting against us? Well, we either get beaten down, right, and give up and just take the loss, which is what most people decide to do because we don't understand that we have another choice versus what we've been doing. But just because we have these things working against us, this is not a reason why we need to keep struggling. Why do we keep struggling is comes down to our lack of doing what we need to do or even knowing, hey, what is it that we need to do to be able to offset these rapid decreases in our muscle mass and the rapid increases in our fat surplus as the years go by? Because this is the good news. You're not a victim. You're not a victim of your age. You're not a victim of your menopause, your hormones, or anything else you are struggling in right now. No matter what stage you're in, no matter if you've never done a thing about it, you're still not a victim. But I also understand, because I've worked with many women for the past 25 years as a trainer, many women, most women actually, do not understand that they do have the ability to change the situation. We've been taught diets change a situation but it hasn't. It's increased the issues. And now that menopause is looming or we are in it, we only feel more like we're drowning. Okay. There's a way out. Um, and there's a way out of your struggle and you can take action, but you have to choose to take action now, no matter where you are. Okay. And that's, I'm, I know I'm repeating this many times, but I want to be clear on this, that I don't want you to get stuck on anything as I'm talking and think, well, that's good for you or that's good for someone else but it's not good for me. Recognizing that you are where you are today, your results are where they are today because of what you have and what you have not done in the past. 
Think about it. Your patterns and beliefs and habits mixed in with the natural processes of age are why you are in this current circumstance. That's good news. You might not think it is. You might think, well, that's not really helpful or productive, but it actually is because it means all you have to do is change what you've been doing, right? And I'm going to share with you so you don't have to stay lost. We enjoy being responsible for good things in our life, right? We, we love when we do good things because we get praise for doing good things and we've always gotten praise. Even as a child, you did good things, you most likely got praise for that. I remember for me, it was always my, you know, my job, my, my uh, whatever I was working towards to always get the praise from my parents and from anybody in my life, my teachers um, and anybody older in my life because I just wanted to feel good. It made me feel good to be accepted and to be praised for something I did good but we don't like to take responsibility for the areas that we struggle. And a major reason that we might not be willing to take responsibility for the areas we struggle is because in the past, most likely we had been blamed for things or gotten into trouble for our lack of responsibility, right? Think about it. When you're a kid um, and you do something wrong, what happens? Most likely, most of us got in trouble. And that is what we learned. We learned that Taking responsibility or doing something incorrectly uh, is going to lead to pain or feeling rejected. And that hurts, right? So then we began to learn to associate this, um, you know, taking responsibility for our struggles or things that are not going well with a negative approach or something that is going to mean that we are doing something that's not working. So, First and foremost, we can choose to change this. We can choose these patterns, these habits, the beliefs, so we could stop associating this in a negative way. Again, as we age and as we approach and pass menopause, we have to work harder than we did when we were in our 20s and younger. But that does not mean that we are at fault for where we are in a negative way. We just have to admit that, hey, this is a problem because this is the way life works. And this is what I've learned over the years. This is how I reacted to what I learned. And this is why I'm here today. So taking off the baggage off of your shoulders and just saying, hey, I can be truthful in this. I can live in this truth and I can understand it. Or I could keep living a lie and pretending that it's not my fault. Um, I can't do anything. Uh, I'm slowing down. I don't have energy. I've tried it all. You know, I've heard all these excuses. I've actually said many of these excuses. But many of us have not been following the best strategies for long-term fat loss, right? And it's easier to blame the issues that seem outside of our control, isn't it? It's easier to blame the menopause and the hormones and the struggles that we have. Otherwise, we have these deep-rooted fears of being judged. We have these deep-rooted fears of feeling responsible for our current situation. And that's scary because we might feel like we got in trouble, We might feel that somebody's judging us negatively and we're going to be kicked out. And that's not the truth at all. We're adults. We can take responsibility and we can find a better way. And this is hard to do. I get it. And this is the actual pivotal point that I'm going to just nail down right now that you have to take action on now. Understanding it is up to you to take responsibility for everything you've done in the past, why you're where you are, and now how to shift it and turn in the opposite direction. Now, again, we blame menopause because we fear doing the work. That work seems hard. 
right? We've done diets before. We've been taught that the diets and the high amount of cardio that we do was supposed to work. It was supposed to help. We were told the scale would go down and it most likely did for a little while. But then why don't I look the way I want to look? Why do I have this fat increasing on my body? Because that over the long term only made our issues worse. Again, it slowed down our metabolism even more. And then you add menopause and it seems to just speed up at this this rate that we feel we can't breathe. But slow down, take a deep breath with me right now. Deep breath in, exhale, and understand I have all the control that I need. Say that. I can't hear you, but you can hear you. I want you to say it to your brain. I have all the control that I need. All we've done over the years of dieting was speed up the loss of muscle mass and increase our fat gain. That's all that we've done over those years. And we think that it was our fault. It wasn't your fault. We think we need to be better at that. And we can't handle that amount of pain because I remember how hard it was to starve myself. I remember how hard it was to do the boring, monotonous cardio only to get a short-term result to go back. And I thought, what the heck is wrong with me? And so we blame. We blame something outside of us because, gosh, if I can't do this, something must be definitely wrong with me. So it can't be the fact that I haven't been doing what I've been told. But the truth is that, yes, it will be a little bit more challenging to achieve the results now that we're over 30, right? And now that we're aging and now that we're going towards the menopause or in the menopause or past the menopause. But listen, with the right steps that I'm going to share with you, it is so, so much more easy and possible, not easy, but it's more possible to get these results and actually become easier over time. So that's the good news. They'll start to stack on top of each other and you're stacking the good, moving in the right direction. Remember, we stacked the wrong before, so obviously it moved us way off track, way off course. It's like turning, you're you're going on a destination in your car and you turn on a detour and you're going in the wrong direction and your map, your Siri on your map or your, your Waze or whatever app you're using is like rerouting, rerouting, and you're going further and further and further from your destination. That's exactly what's been happening. So you're way off course. Does it mean you can never get to your destination because you're way off course? Of course not. It just means you got to reroute. So we're going to reroute. You just need the right mindset. You're not a victim. You need the right steps. You haven't been going in the right direction. You haven't been going in, the, in any destination that's going to take you to where you want to go. This is why you don't have the results. It's why when you look in the mirror, you don't see the version of you you've been working so hard to. And then you think something's wrong with me. I must blame something else because I don't know what else to do. But you also need to also understand that you'll first need to reverse the current beliefs that you have that are holding you back. What are your current beliefs? Number one, how do you identify being overweight or having that extra weight that is making you feel unhappy? Like, how do you identify with it? When you see yourself in the mirror and you look at that fat, look at it. Look at the fat, touch it. How does it make you feel? Like right now, you can go stand in the mirror, you could just touch your fat wherever it most bothers you on your body and ask yourself, how does this make me feel? And I'm going to encourage you to write it down. This is huge. This is connected to the beliefs 
and the struggles. Now then how does this affect how you feel about who you are and how you're showing up in your life? When you feel this way, how does that affect how you, uh, how you respond to your life, how you show up for your life? And then how does this identity affect how you show up inside of your relationships with your significant other, with your friends, with your children, with anybody in your world, your coworkers? You touch that area that bothers you and you judge yourself unkindly and unfairly. And then that is a direct result of why you're showing up like you are in your life. So if this is a negative, again, if you are fine with where you're at, kudos to you. Keep going in that direction. You're on the right track. You don't need to reroute. But if you're feeling anything negative, even a little bit, It's time for you to take action. The menopause is not to blame. Your age is not to blame. Your habits, your life, and how life responds are the reasons that you're here. First of all, own that. Own that truth. I know that I'm here because of what I've done, what I've not done, what I've believed, and what I've hidden from myself because I did not want to look at the truth because it was painful. Because I thought if I took responsibility, I might get in trouble because I wasn't doing what I needed to do to get the results. And I thought it was my fault. And it's not your fault. You're not a child. But you will never change for the long run until you own responsibility and be truthful about yourself and how this makes you feel. Admitting this truth, number one, is a high form of being noble. It does not mean that you suck. It does not mean that you're a failure. Actually means you are on your way to success. So now what you've been waiting for, how do you fight back? Well, my friend, if everything, you took a diet and you've ever been on a diet before and you know how those work, I want you to imagine you pick up that diet right now and you turn it upside down. Crazy, right? I know, so crazy. Now here's the thing. Crazy means, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is going to work. Kathy says this, this sounds ridiculous. And you know what? I did not get results on less calories, more cardio. So why the heck would she think turning this upside down would give me the results? You know, want to know why? It's because I've been doing this for over 20 years and I've been working with women for over 25 years and all ages and stages of life. And trust me, This is what works. You don't have to believe me. And you don't even have to follow this. But this is what works. Turning it upside down. You must increase your calories. Most women, pretty much most women, I'm going to say like 90% or so, need at least 1,800 calories a day or more. All right? That's pretty minimum. If you're eating lower than that and you're not getting your results, well, we'll start there. Okay, but I don't just mean calorie as a calorie as a calorie because that is BS. If you go eat a candy bar versus chicken dinner with vegetables and you know good healthy fats, there's a huge difference between those calories, huge, because your body processes it different. So it utilizes different macronutrients in different ways to help you get the results. So number one, increase your calories. If you don't know what calorie range you should be in, I'm going to 
you know, just point you in the direction of looking up online, asking a fitness professional. Um, do not look at a diet, though. A diet is not where I want you to look. And if you need to contact us, go to the superstarelite.com and there's a button there you can scroll through, contact us, and we'll set up an appointment with you. And definitely, we'll get you a set of a calorie range to begin with because whatever you're doing now is not working. And it's not working for a reason. It's not because you suck. It's because you have a belief style because you need to stay on this type of process and it's not working because more than likely you are not eating in a deficit every day because you'd be you know, starving and your body probably would start to quit being able to function. So you're having little surges and you're having little binges and probably more often on the weekends or when you know your hormones are all crazy or you're stressed out, you're probably having big you know, binges and that is being held onto your body more and more as your muscle decreases and that fat gain increases. So it's just moving in the wrong direction. So your detour is to actually turn the diet upside down. So you're eating more calories now, but dense calories. I mean, the calories that you know, I can't overeat on this and overeating on chicken or broccoli or salads, or I know peanut butter is easy to eat, you know, fats can be easy to overeat. But if you're getting enough of your proteins and your vegetables and your fruits and your healthy, uh, healthy fats and your natural carbohydrates. Now, when I say this, I mean, stay away from the white forms of carbohydrates, like white breads, white pastas, all that white stuff. It's just simple sugar. And, and, you know, it's been processed to change how it is absorbed by your body. So choose more whole grains. Think, you know, sweet potatoes, potatoes, white potatoes are good for you too. Don't think, well, it's white, it must be bad. It's from nature. So things that are done are brought to us by nature is the most or the best options because your body knows how to utilize it. The more they've been processed in a plant, so think about everything in the middle of the grocery store, all the aisles, a lot of those things, most of those foods are processed, right? Some of them are processed to help us think like oatmeal and lentils and things to that nature that are still healthy. Uh, but more than that, uh, the rest of them are just highly processed. You think your breads, you think your bars, you think your cereals, you think all the cookies and the crackers. They're just not good for us in overindulgences, right? But this is what we're craving when we do have that little blip because our body just wants calories at the end of the day. It can't tell us, hey, Sally, you need to have some vegetables. You haven't had enough. It just says eat, right? You just feel that tummy rumbling or your energy or you're shaking and then you get stressed out and you can't handle anymore and you just go and you binge. And it's pretty much whatever's around you, right? So whatever you have on hand is usually going to go down. So number one, have good options on hand because you know that if you binge, it's not going to be the bad options. And obviously, again, most likely you're not going to overdo it on the whole foods. Okay. So this is your first step because this is going to be a process. Again, you've been doing things in one way for so many years now. Chances are those are habits. Those are your normals, right? You come home to binges. You come home to feel better and satisfied by either starving yourself to have control because we think that's control. And then when we have a binge, we think, well, that's okay because I've been under so much control, but it's not okay because we're losing muscle mass. We're putting on more fat, which is why it's spilling over our clothing, which is why the clothes don't fit, which is why we look in the mirror. We do not like who we see back. So how do we fight back? Turning the diets upside down. Stop doing so much cardio. Cardio works on burning calories, but it works only in the moment. Let me say that again. 
Calorie uh, cardio works to burn calories, but it only works in the moment, which means this. When you go for the run or you do those long hours on the treadmill or the bike or whatever it is that you're doing to burn calories, you burn while you're doing it. After you're done, the burn goes away. It stops. However, if you're doing resistance training, strength training, body weight training, anything that pushes your body against gravity to build muscle mass back, you actually burn calories during the workout and later as your muscles are repairing from the slight damage that we've done in a, in a uh, you know, positive direction, as well as the ability to continue with the turning the diets upside down, your metabolism will start to reverse. It will start to increase again. It's been decreased so much that we need to increase it again. And it might spike a little bit of a surge on the scale. I'm just gonna be real with you right now because you're probably like, well, Kathy, tell me the bad news. Yes, it might have a surge on the scale, but it's only because your body has been adapting in one direction and you need to change it. So it doesn't last very long. Get over it. If you're eating whole foods, your body's utilizing it. If you're eating enough calories, you're not gonna have the binges. If you don't have the binges, your body's burning. And as you put more muscle again on your body and you're beginning to eat the foods that your body can burn and you're not under eating and then having huge binges to put on more fat, the consistency pays off. And over time, and I'm going to, I'm going to just challenge you to not use the scale if that triggers you in a negative direction. I'm going to challenge you to use a pair of clothing. So say you are a certain size and you used to wear another clothing size smaller. It doesn't fit anymore. Or maybe you don't even have them anymore. Go out and buy one then. This is what I tell my clients. Buy or take out a pair of jeans or a skirt, something with a button and, you know, something you have to zip up that's two sizes smaller than where you're at now. So if you're at a size, say 14, 16, you're going to go two sizes lower. Get that and, and do get something that you want to put back on that makes you feel good. Not something old and torn and this doesn't excite you, but get something that makes you made you feel good before or when you see it in the store, if you're going to go buy it or online, you're going to buy it. It makes you feel good. You're like, oh my gosh, I want to wear that. Get that in two sizes smaller. Don't get it where you're at now. Why would you want to stay where you're at now if you don't like it? Two sizes smaller. And let me tell you something. That scale may not change very much, but if that size changes on your body and you put that on, you have lost fat and you have gained lean muscle. That is the way to measure true progress for the long term. The scale can suck it, honestly, and I apologize if you took that in a negative way, because the scale shows us a number that we associate with good or bad. We feel like that child that was either good or bad when we get on that scale, right? It takes us back to our childhood. Oh, you did bad. I got to slap your hand if that weight goes up. And then if it goes down, we're like, oh, look at me. I'm so good. But you know what's, what's really sad about that is that most likely is water weight fluctuating in our body especially in the short run. Like you can't jump on the scale in the morning and weigh a certain number. And by the evening you weigh yourself again, you're like, oh my gosh, I just gained five pounds of fat. No, you're, you're eating food that maybe is not digested yet or re- released out of your body yet. Or you have water that your body is holding on to that it haven't flushed out yet. So you're weighing all of that. It's like going and picking up, you know, all the foods you're gonna eat in a day and stepping on the scale and saying, oh, look at all this weight I gained. you're holding all that food. You're holding all that water. 
So the scale doesn't really tell us what's happening in terms of what we truly want. And I know you're tired of fighting with the fat and you're tired of blaming menopause and hormones and life and anything else that's holding you back and you need to flush the old beliefs away. Stop worrying about being a bad girl. You're good. You are strong and you are capable and you can get your results, but you can't do it doing the same things you were doing before because that will only get you the same results that you've had and that you have now. I hope this was helpful. If you want to dive deeper into, well, how many calories do I need? And what is it that I need to do to build muscle? I don't know. Go ahead and reach out. Go to the superstarelite.com. Contact us. Set up an appointment. We're happy to go over it with, with you. We also have the Superstar Elite Program, which is a program that we will put you in either a 30-day period as a trial. We have our 20-week plan or we have our yearly plan. That is something that will help you improve along with another group of, of women that are on the same track. But again, you need to choose what works best for you. So either just set up an appointment to get your specific, we'll call it a recipe for success on fighting back against menopause and all of the diets from your past to be able to have a better future, to feel better about who you are, your physique, your confidence. When you look in the mirror, you actually have the physique that you know that you are proud of. And yes, you can have it. I don't care if you're 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. You can still change what's not working. Thank you so much for listening today. I do hope that this episode gave you value as all the others. And if you have anything else, questions or anything, again, the superstarelite.com, contact us, set up an appointment, or just check out for more helpful there. So until next time, enjoy the rest of your day.